Welcome back, guys. It's our favorite time of the week. Ah, uh, story time. So this is actually Celeste hasn't heard this yet, so she'll be reacting with you. Yes, yeah, so excited. So, as you guys know, I'm back in. You might not know actually. I'm back in New York, so I'm here at my new place. I've fully moved in for the most part. Still unpacking here and there. Well, a couple of days ago. No, a day ago, actually. Um, so this is fresh, fresh. <laughs> um, I'm I'm up already. It's I got up early. It was probably like around seven, maybe eight in the morning. And I hear my roommate call me and she's in the bathroom. And so I get up and I'm like, why is she calling me? So I go and she's like, um, sorry, she's like, I think there's a bat in the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she's like, I think there's a bat in the bathroom. And so I go and I'm like, wait. I'm like, first off, I can't see anything because I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> so I'm practically blind as a bat, <laughs> pun intended. Um, so I like scurry back to my room and I put my glasses on and I look and I'm like, Oh my god i'm like that's a bat like 100 that's a bat and so already my mind's um flooding back to the office and there's how there's a bat loose in the office <laughs> and so i'm like oh my god there's a bat so i'm like we should close the bathroom doors so that way the bat doesn't like start flying around our house if it gets scared so we close the door and we're like what do we do and i'm like i guess we should call our landlord and see if he can take care of it and so we call him and he comes up he he only lives like half a mile away from our place so it's perfect yeah. so he rushes over and um he goes up and he has like a bag and a broom and everything and he has gloves and masks on so he's like fully prepared and he's like he goes up and he and say oh it's in the toilet now he's like it drowned he's like it's dead already because it fell in the toilet and so I'm like, really? And so I kind of like peer over his shoulder. And just a quick glance that I got was, yes, it was in the toilet, but it was not dead. It was trying to swim. Aww. And so then he flushes the toilet. He does not. Not, not twice. Three times he flushes the toilet. And the bat goes down in the toilet. And I was so sad. <laughs> because, like, obviously, like, the bat was alive. Like, I saw it trying to swim. It could have lived outside. I don't know. If yeah, he could have just, like, scooped it up at that point, put it in the bag, and, like, released it later or something. Yeah. I was very sad the whole day because, like, it was my idea to call him. And I was like, I have this bat's blood on my hands because I was the one who was like, oh, we should call the landlord. And so now I'm kind of like, oh, like next time I'll just handle it myself. But I'm also like, I don't want to get rabies from the bat. So I'm yeah. very conflicted. Oh, that is so sad. My heart. Like, I mean, I don't think I would have touched it either because, like, you know, like you just never know what that kind of stuff. But it's just, mm -hmm. oh. Like, that's so sad. He literally could have just taken it outside, and if it would have died outside, it would have just... 
at least it had the chance to live you know what i mean and then also not to be mean i'm not saying the bat can come back through the toilet but it's just like it that just feeling in me would just not feel like comfortable like well i couldn't use that whole bathroom the whole day because not that i was like paranoid because obviously like it's not going to climb back through the pipes and everything um but the guilt of just knowing that a bird (laughs) that a bird of bat has been flushed down the toilet whoa i'm just mind blown only in new york do you see that happen now you probably see it happen everywhere else but there's not in arizona y'all I was just like, oh my god, like, there's a bat in our toilet. (laughs) It was a very sad day. Hi guys, it's Celeste. And Becca's here And it's Becca. And we're Girls in Classified. Um, That's right. That's right. Today's episode I'm so excited for because Becca actually thought of this. Because if you guys didn't know, Taylor Swift released her eighth album which is called folklore this past what was it about a week and a half ago i want to say i think she dropped it it was about like i think i think so i think it's been like about almost two weeks or something but she dropped the album and it was less than a year since lover if you guys don't remember lover we did a whole episode on it we talk about how much i loved it obviously it was mentioned a lot last year in the podcast and so we just wanted to do another episode not only talking about like what we thought about the album but how like we compare it to lover since they both just basically were released within a year apart kind of technically but before we do that we're actually going to be sharing some results from a quiz we did and no it is not from buzzfeed it's an actual site so Within, within this past week, I've been just, like, there's just been a lot of things happening, and I'm, like, I feel like I realize, like, my love language, because everyone, I feel like, should know kind of what their love language is. That way you can share it with people and just know, like, how to react to others. And so there's five different love languages. There's physical touch, quality time, acts of service, words of affir- affirmation, and receiving gifts and I feel like this past week I've really realized that like my love language is definitely in the sense of I like hearing like compliments and stuff not like compliments and stuff like oh my god like you look so pretty today but more of like you know like I'm proud of you like you're doing awesome just like like little like hype me ups in that sense if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so Becca and I decided to take the love language quiz and the website is called a love language quiz in our loveless lives yes big facts and the love language website is called the five love languages.com you can look it up they have different quizzes they have a quiz for couples so like if you're in a relationship you can take it together to find out your love language if you're like us and is the operative word (laughs) and if you're like us you take the singles one and we took this right before we recorded this episode because I, I honestly I assumed it was going to be long, which it was kind of lengthy. And a lot of the questions I feel felt repetitive. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so we got our results and we're going to share them with you. And so we both got your primary love language is quality time. 
which states, In quality time, nothing says I love you like full, undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes you feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed activities... Or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful, whether it's spending uninterrupted time talking with someone else or doing activities together. You deepen your connection with others through sharing time. So for myself personally, I was a little shocked with that because once I saw the other... So they show all five together and they show you the percentages of the ones you have. So quality time was the highest percentage for both of us. And then it lists the other four, which is physical touch, receiving gifts, acts of service, and words of affirmation. And I was a little shocked because I honestly thought words of affirmation for myself would have been a, li- a lot higher than quality time. But I feel like they go kind of hand in hand for me. Like, I like the words of affirmation, but I also like the person being there. So my quality time percentage was 37%. And then my words of affirmation was actually 27%, making those my top two. And then from that, my acts of service was right below it at 20%. Receiving gifts was at 13%. And then my physical touch was at 3%. Which I was actually like aware that it would be low, just not that low. Because I do realize I'm very not into like the whole physical touch. I feel like it kind of just weirds me out. So, like, that makes sense. But those are, like, my results, and I wanted to share them with you. And now Becca's going to share hers as well. Okay. So, me and Sus both got, like, I don't want to say the same answers, but it was, like, our primary one was quality time. So, my quality time was at 40%, which makes a lot of sense. It's because I'm a very, like, if I'm putting effort into talking to you, then I expect you to also put that same effort in. Otherwise, I kind of just get very, like, like, I'll start to dismiss you at that point because I'm like, well, if you're not going to, then I'm not going to make the effort. Kind of like, it's very hard for me because I'm the kind of person that's like, okay, if I text first one day, I want you to text first the next day, which I understand can't be practical in life. Where I'm starting to change that now, where it's kind of more like, well, if I want to talk to you, I'll talk to you. It's kind of like whatever. Then I'm gonna talk to you. I'm, I'm kind of trying to get over my pride of that. Yeah. Uh, so next, then I have words of affirmation and acts of service, um, which I do. I like kind of like someone like giving me like encouragement and everything because I like to give encouragement to people. Be like, oh, you're doing great, or hope you're having a good day, things like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and then my next is physical touch and receiving gifts. So physical touch, I actually, we discovered this, that I'm more of a hugger than Celeste is, although she's more opt to hug people. Yeah. Like, when we see them, whereas I'll hug people, but I'm very selective with my hugs. Like, I have to really care about you to hug you, which was kind of hard because, obviously, like, more people are kind of like oh nice to see you and give you a hug where i would do that kind of because it's like okay like you're going for a hug so i can't be awkward and be like handshake instead (laughs) and i remember too one time it happened especially because i think it's it's very in the hispanic culture which i didn't know but i remember one time i was studying with some friends at the library this was like pre gamma and everything and one of my friends um he was bringing his friend over and they're like oh yeah like he's from 
forgot where, but he's from somewhere in Mexico. And when he came over and stuff, I was like, oh, like, hi and stuff. And, you know, like, I was going to give him a hug just because, like, that's kind of, I guess, what you do with everyone. But it's like one of those side hugs, not like a full hug. You know what I mean? And yeah. afterward, and when he was, like, I guess, like, their culture is, like, you give, like, kisses on the cheeks. And I was just like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I respect that that's your culture, but it just makes me feel so, like, uncomfortable. Not that it's, like, in a, like, I want you kind of way. It's just I'm not used to that. So that's why yeah. I think that made so much sense for my physical touch to be, like, oh, this is it. And, like, when I give hugs to people, I give a lot of side hugs, but I do it, like, real... Like, if you pay attention, I give people side hugs, but I give them really fast. I'll be like, oh, hi, like, how are you doing? Like, super fast, and then I'll, like, step away. Like, <coughs> it's just... I don't know. I can't. I really like quality time and encouragement. That's what I like. <laughs> when we sing my little Bruno Mars song. <laughs> I'm all I'm all quality time. I'm selfish in that way. <laughs> and I, I want to spend all the time with you. Not all the time. A good majority of the time. <laughs> but I think that also makes sense too with us because if you notice, like when we like to like whether it's like traveling like like a vacation or like if we're going like with our friends to like say do an escape room. An escape room you have to like work together and like really like you really use that quality time there and so i feel like that's why that makes sense because we're really into like let's hang out versus let's just talk over the phone or text so i feel like like that's why that makes sense as well because your love language is not just for someone you love in the sense of a relationship a a family relationship it's also a relationship like with friends and stuff yeah, that's very true. I get that. Okay. But honestly, I'm impressed with my answers. I'm content. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. But if you guys try it, definitely let us know like what your love language is. I honestly want to send this to my friends because I kind of want to know what their love language is. Just to like see. Because I feel like I could picture it, but I want to know, you know, like their exact. Like, oh, I, you know yeah, I, mean? I can definitely picture it with some of them. Yeah, but I want to like actually know. So I think I'll send it in our group chat so we could see their responses as well. Also, because I feel like that just helps you be more attentive to your friendships and your relationships and it just helps them grow. Yeah. But now we are moving on to our next segment and we're going to be talking about the comparison of folklore and lover both by taylor swift i call it the battle of the taylor swifts (laughs) (laughs) here's to the battle of the taylor swifts our working title there it is you heard it here first (laughs) well actually no you'll see it first but then you'll hear it second yeah (laughs) so let's see Sorry, I'm just pulling up my notes, so I have it. Oh, you have notes? A little bit, yeah. Oh. So it's because I did some research, because I was interested in folklore sense of, like, some of the songs, like Betty, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of more interested in who is this Betty that we hear? Oh, because, yeah. honestly, Betty is a bop. Yeah. <laughs> and... So it goes that there's three like corresponding songs. So there's Cardigan, yeah. which is Betty's song. Yeah. And then there is August, August 
which is this other person's uh, song, um, Other Woman, other we'll say. Woman. I forget her name. And then there is Betty, which is James's song about his relationship with Betty and this other woman. And so it's like a love triangle. It's a story all wrapped into this album where um, Betty talks about her relationship with James and how it was started off like great you know it was a great relationship she talks about how he kind of like i like the lyrics of you put me on like an old cardigan and said i was your favorite yeah i was like oh that's so cute but then um james's song is more um he obviously he cheated on her or something happened because they're no longer together and he says that's the worst thing i've ever done was what i did to you Betty and so he talks about him just realizing what he did and he kind of takes responsibility for it but he's kind of also like well I'm just 17 kind of like I'm just a little kid kind of and it's like all right James that doesn't excuse you for that you knew better Mm -hmm. and then it ends with him saying that he's showing up at her party and he wants her to take him back but from this cardigan we know she doesn't take him back yeah because one of the lines is like something along the lines of like well it had to end or something like that yeah and then august is about the the other woman and how she talks about how she kind of just pulled up to james and it was like a summer fling kind of thing Mm -hmm. and that he was never hers to lose in the beginning but you know what was interesting about that as well because in august that in that song that's the one where she says as well that she was waiting for his phone call to cancel plans correct like she would cancel plans for him yeah Yeah. she would so and that as well like obviously like she knew he was never hers to begin with but i feel like also as the other woman she had this intent of thinking like oh maybe he'll change and like when he's calling to make plans with her like let's go to the mall or like maybe she's thinking he might change if he calls more and all that stuff so i feel like in the end she's also thinking like hoping that she can change the person he is but then she realizes that she never could change who he was Mm -hmm. but i really i really like that like how like you got the facts from all that yeah i like the storytelling of it um although I don't know. I feel like it could just be that I've heard lovers so much that I tend to know what songs I like. So I just like um, skipped some. Mm-hmm. But I noticed now, like when I was driving and I would have it, I'd be like, skip, skip, skip. Whereas folklore, I don't skip as much. It could just be because it's all still kind of new and fresh mm-hmm. to where I'm not necessarily tired of it. Yeah. But. I re-listened to it today. Folklore or Lover? Both. Okay. I re-listened to both today. And I think my mood is still more in Lover versus Folklore. Like, some of it, yes, and Folklore definitely hits home. But I think my general mood is more in Lover still. And you know what's funny about that? So I saw a thing, I can't remember where, but it was on social media. People were basically explaining 
lover is for those is more for those who are in a relationship while folk folklore is supposed to be more for those that are single or they just got out of a really bad relationship and i thought that was so funny as well because obviously like you can see both sides like lover does have a couple sad songs and even some of the sad songs that are in folklore for myself even though they are sad i feel like they're also very like upbeat like betty or like the last great american dynasty they're very yeah like if you listen to the lyrics it's sad the story that they're telling but it's also like the melody is so upbeat that i'm just like la 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 and so i thought that was funny as well because i feel like i'm also still in the lover side Mm-hmm. Um, I've listened to folklore a lot this week. I think I've just been listening to that this whole week. So I've really gotten a chance to see what songs I've liked. I've gotten a chance to see the three songs I always skip because they're too slow for me. I'm sorry, but whatever. And so I think I'm also still in the whole lover feel. Like, I'll listen to folklore because, like, sometimes I just want to be in my feelings and cry. But lover just makes me feel so happy in such, like, a giddy way that, like, and I'll still yeah. say this. I feel like Lover, when I have Find the One, like, it's just going to be even more of a special album to me because it just reminds me of, like, being, like, in love with someone, just being so happy with life, not even just in a relationship. And I feel like I'm just so happy in life. Like, obviously, like, there's other things that Becca and I know, which is why I it makes sense that we're both into the Lover album. But... You guys will hear that in, like, five years or so. Oh, I can't wait for five years to come by. So we can really just tell you guys all the team then. Because if you knew, you guys would be like, that makes so much sense. But we can't share any of it with you guys just yet. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> oh, you're right. No, I just realized. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just realized. Oh, did I just <laughs> spill something? No. Oh. Well, if you guys know. Little tea. <laughs> the tea that'll never be shared. Ooh. But yeah, I think. Nope. Yeah, I, I also think I love Lover a lot more as well. Folklore is beautiful, and I think you do have to really give it a full listen to, like, not just the beat, but especially the lyrics, because I feel like each song tells a story. And somehow they all still coincide with each other. Mm -hmm. And like with Betty, one thing I love about Betty is it kind of in a weird way reminds me of, it kind of draws me back into like my One Direction phase, but not One Direction phase in the sense like 10 years ago. It reminds me of my One Direction phase more like kind of towards the beginning of college. So I want to say about like four years ago-ish, like the more grown up (laughs) side. It kind of just reminds me. Do you know what I mean? I can see it's because um, I had read more into Betty Mm -hmm. and they talked about how just the overall like theme of the song and like the feel of it felt like early Taylor Swift exactly in her Taylor Swift album Mm -hmm. and when they said that I was like oh like mind blown I'm like yes it's exactly what it reminds me of that yes so I get what you're saying yeah and then I also saw on TikTok which sorry guys I'm still obsessed with that at this moment um (laughs) someone did a mashup they created a mashup song and then obviously people can play it and they literally mash up 
the chorus from Betty, and then it goes into the chorus of All Too Well. And if you guys know, All Too Well is my favorite, favorite song by Taylor Swift. And so just to hear it all right there, I feel like it just came full circle. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it really reminded me of, like, that phase. Because that's also when Red was kind of out, and I was really into, like, that whole song. I was just all there. Her last pop um, country album. <sighs> the good times. Honestly, this album is very indie. And you get a little bit of... Yeah, which I love. I love that you only get a little bit of pop here and there. But I love that it's more in the sense indie with old Taylor Swift vibes minus the whole guitar. Mm-hmm. Because it just... I feel like it just truly embodies the growth that Taylor Swift has had. And it really comes full circle for her. Like, if this was the last album she made, which obviously it's most likely not, I feel like it just comes full circle in the sense of who she was in the beginning when she started and everything she's gone through, growth, like, music-wise, sound-wise. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. It is kind of like a closure album. Yeah. I feel like this is it, even though it's not. But I feel like it could be. Mm-hmm. What would you rate the album if you could rate it one through five? Five being the best, obviously. I'm torn between... Oh, I'd say either a four or a 3.5. I was going to say a four. I was torn as well with that. I think the only reason I give it a four is because I've listened to it a lot more this week. And I've realized a lot of songs at first that I didn't really like as much kind of grow on me. But there's still, like, those, like, three to four songs that I, like, I know I'll skip automatically just because they're not personally, like, my kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And see, like, I'm kind of, like, hesitant because it's, like, I like it. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if if I like it enough to add it to my playlist. Mm -hmm. It's also a factor. Yeah. Because that's, like, the thing is, like... I, I may like a song. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a great song. But I'm like, do I like it enough to add it on to my music? Like, do yeah. I put my stamp on that? But does Rebecca put her own stamp on this or no? <laughs> Is it the stamp of approval? Let us find out. Yeah. I think, too, like, that's the thing as well as, like, with Lover. Lover had two extra tracks. And I think for me, I loved especially the first half of Lover so, so much that like you guys already knew like i listened to that whole album so much it was in my top freaking 10 last year and it's just so love and this is so in your feelings but as becca said i'm in my feelings so it also makes sense (laughs) it's because i'm a little sap guys i can't handle it And we're back, guys. We had a little break. I hope yeah, guys... we had a venting session. Yeah, we have a quick little... Oof. But now that venting session is over, so we're back. We obviously just shared our thoughts on the albums and stuff with you. And now we're going to share our top three songs from the album. Which, if you guys know me, every time we do a top three or top five... I always throw in more than I should. 
But mm -hmm. I'm actually going to just do a top three this week and leave it at I that. I was proud of you. Thank you. Because I just want to talk about that. Yeah, it was really hard. I feel like for myself, I think it's harder because when I like think, oh, I need to have a top three or a top five, I listen to the albums so much to make sure I have it. But then the more I listen to the albums, the more I'm like, oh, but I love like this song too, and I like this song, versus like hearing it the first time and just picking it. Then you know what I mean. Mhm. Mm so I think we can just go back and forth. I don't know. If yeah, we can go back and forth. Let's do... We should do it from three leading to our number one song. So, your number third one. Oh, I don't have it like that. I just have it as... As a blank? I feel like this, so I added it to my list. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, I think I can do it. Okay. Do you want to go first with the top third one? Number three. Yes. Yeah, so my first one is my tears ricochet oh is that number one or number three for you i mean mine have no particular oh, order they're okay. just in the top three. Ooh, that is a good one i like that my first one is probably gonna be illicit affairs I'm even talking about that one, so I knew you're. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one so much. I don't even know why. Like, I really just like the last lyric so much when she says, "For you, I would ruin myself." Because oh, I could just see that. I know. Like, I hate that that could be me, but I could also like see myself venting to Becca. Like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wait. So why did okay, you pick my? Why did you pick my tears ricochet? So I know in the moment, but see, I didn't write notes for that oh, one. I didn't write notes either. I just been winging it. I just know that I'm like vibe it. with. It's your vibe. Mhm. Mm okay. Your okay. My next one, though, I do have a reasoning for, which is invisible strings. Which I loved, and I don't know, I guess I just like the thought of maybe like, you know, like, we all have like, kind of like, we're all meant for someone, and I like the, th like, happy thought of that, like mm -hmm. maybe, like, this person didn't work out, but it's because this person there's someone else out Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. That's a really good song, too. Mm, that's really good. My second song is going that I'm picking is going to be The One. Just cuz I really like the beat of it. It's just very relaxing and stuff. I feel like it's my vibe. But I also like the story behind it where it's saying um how do you explain it? Where it's like saying, oh, like, you could have been the one. And so you, like, picture, you picture, like, when you, like, first see someone, you're like, oh, like, I, I picture it as you see your crush, and you, like, picture this whole scenario with them, and it just doesn't work out. But if it did work out, you could have been the one. And I just really like that, because, yeah. Very well said. <laughs> 
sorry <laughs> it's just like i felt like you put it like perfectly in the words you know it's like oftentimes like you do think like this could be like the one and then like you know something happens and it's kind of like oh well things just start falling apart because of it yeah and i love the part too like in the beginning like she's basically saying like how she's moved on and she's like oh i thought i saw you at the bus stop but i didn't but like thank god i didn't and i feel like i I feel like that is why like it's explained like that because once you move on from like the one you thought could have been the one it just makes your view of them so different that you're just like i am doing good i'm fine mm-hmm. yeah it kind of makes i get it because i relate to that one right? because it's kind of like once you remove yourself from it and you start thinking about it more you're just like you know what maybe that they weren't the one because of like all these things and then you start seeing them more clearly I feel like yeah. I feel like we've both had like a person in our life like at least through college that that's happened with. And so I feel like mm-hmm. that's why it's very relatable. And I also think it's a ground stepping stone in the grown-up version of From Lover. You know how the first song is I forgot that you existed? That one's more yeah. of, that one's more Still of my being, favorite. Yes. That one's more in the sense of being petty to that person like oh like you know like forgot you were even here like who even are you but this one is like a step towards that in the sense that oh i'm honestly i'm doing so good like i'm not even being petty at this point like i've grown and so i like that mm-hmm. Ooh, the final song i feel like our final song is gonna be the same one is it let's see let's see let's see okay for my final one it's betty that's mine too <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> it's just so good. Oh. I like it. It's just because one, it just reminds me of old Taylor Swift. Yeah. And also, I just like I'm not excusing what he did because what he did was wrong. But every girl has that like fantasy of them like Coming chasing back, back after them. Yeah. It's like I made a mistake, kind of thing. Yeah, and that's what I think too. Like I love the beat. I know what he did was wrong, but I just, like, picture myself, like, oh, he's showing up to my party, like, <laughs> like, oh, I hate to be that girl, but, oh, sometimes I might, like, depending on the guy, like, especially because that's, like, what it's about, you know, like, it's this specific guy, like, this specific relationship, and I feel like, you know, I might be like, let's go to the garden, I might, because he showed up at my party. Yeah, like, yeah. you got swept up in it. Like, yeah. I would. Yeah. And then, obviously, Cardigan comes back to let you know it doesn't work out, but at least you have yeah. hope. Uh, I love that we both love that song, because it's just so, so, so good. But now we're going to be moving on to our favorite segment of the week, which is favorite song of the week. So excited. Yay. <laughs> Let's see. I will go first. So since I did such a great job at keeping my top three, my top three. (laughs) Continue, sorry. I have decided to pick one of these lovely songs from the Taylor Swift album Folklore that was not a part of the top three as a song you should listen to this week. (laughs) 
She found a way around it, guys. <laughs> I did. You thought I couldn't, but I did. So for me, the song is going to be Mirror Ball by Taylor Swift. Because I really love the story. Right? Oh, I love the story. I was mad at that. Yeah. That one was, it was just so hard because I really love how it is, the wording. It just, it tells like such a fairy tale like scene. I feel like Cinderella without Cinderella, you know? Mm hmm. So that's why that is my song of the week. Okay. So my song of the week comes from a movie I watched Ooh. called Let Me Oh wait no. It's called Work It. It's um it has it's on Netflix. It has Sabrina Carpenter, Eliza Koshi and, and it has Jordan Fisher in it. He's so cute. He is. <laughs> and the song is Let Me Move You. Which I thought the movie was cute. Mm-hmm. It's not like I, I would say I watched it, I would watch it maybe one more time. Yeah. Like it was yeah. cute enough to watch, like, when I'm doing things, just to kind of, like, background noise. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it has the same plot line. It's like, oh, you started to dance crew. There's an obstacle. Yeah. You have to form, like, kind of like the misfits. Oh, something happens to where you have to, like, everyone, like, gives up for a minute, and then they come together at the very end, and they all, like, pull through kind yeah. of thing. So, I mean, it's very derivative from all the other dance movies. But it was a cute movie, and I like this song. And it put me in a good mood and made me have, like, a little dance party. So that's why I picked it. hope you loved this episode. I hope you loved everything about it. Like, what's your favorite song from the album? Do you like Lover more? Do you like Folklore more? Ooh, if you take the love language quiz, let us know your love language because we're so excited for that. Oh, I know. I just like, I want to know everyone's, every single person. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, this is Celeste. And this is Becca. And we're signing off. Until, Until next time. time.